Welcome to the Birds FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The Great Replacement, Importing a New Nation. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is a night that you're going to have to suffer through some of my voice that's been on the edge all day. I had to cancel this morning's show because it really wasn't even workable. But it's coming back little by little. But tonight is November 5th, Tuesday in the year 2023. And we're going to be looking tonight at a lot at the great replacement of a new nation. Our borders are wide open. And as a result of our borders being wide open, we also know very clearly that what's happening here is they are bringing in the people that are intended to replace the Americans that set up this nation and have inherited it over the years. The VAX is a disastrous attack on Americans. Not only has it killed thousands, it has maimed thousands, if not millions, and it has sterilized thousands, if not millions. Adding on top of that is the ongoing eugenics program, the assault on family, the assault on economics, and everything that adds up to a place where they are trying to continually replace everything that is America with everything that was never intended to be America, and it's coming hard and fast. Now, Patriots, before we get going tonight, one thing that's absolutely clear is we have to be vigilant about your retirement savings, especially in this hour. There is so much going on in terms of the dollar being deflated, trying to put more debt on our shoulders. You need to get your retirement IRAs and 401ks into something backed by precious metals. That's why we have Birch Gold. So reach on over and type in BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. And that's BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, B-A-R-D-S to 989898, and you'll receive a free information packet from Birch Gold. This is a top-tier rated company with the Better Business Bureau. They have done amazing support and work with Bars Nation people for well over a year. They actually are just stellar. And what you'll be able to do is to work with them and to transfer your existing IRA or 401k into a precious metals-backed IRA. And it actually, if you do that, it'll be at no cost. And right now they have an additional sale going on that if you put every $5,000 you put in between now and December 22nd, you're going to be able to get a free American Gold Eagle silver coin for everything you do. So and for every 5000 you put in. So check it out. Head on over to, or don't head over, just type in from your phone. You can do it right now, in fact. Type, type in BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to the number 989898. Get your free information packet, study up, and then give Birch Gold call, a call today. Yes, I'm seeing the comments here like, get tea. Yes, folks, I'm working on it. I'm getting it. And this is probably the byproduct of low sleep and lots of little human beings running around up here at this point in time. That, uh, But everybody's pretty healthy, so it's not a problem, but whatever. It's just one of those things, and the voice shall return. I declare it in the name of Jesus. There we go. So we'll keep going. So in the name of Jesus, this show is going to be great. The strong voice. We rebuke any demonic trying to take around, take off my voice. And stand up here and say amen, and let's go. 
Plus, have a sip of juice as I'm going. It's not a bad idea. It's pretty good. All right, so let's dig into this. We got a lot of stuff going on. I want you to hear this piece, and hopefully it'll play. If not, I'll tell you about it, but here we go. This is Senator Dick Durbin, um, and we should probably put Dick Traitor Durbin, wants to make it possible for illegal immigrants to join the U.S. military. Quote, do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army, and the Navy, and the Air Force? They, they can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people. So, Dick? What troubles me about the debate now about the southern border is it is one half of the immigration equation. Yes, we need order at the border. Yes, we need to have changes in the laws that reflect the reality of the overwhelming numbers from all over the world who are coming to our, our shores and our border. But there is also an incredible demand for legal immigration into this country even now. The presiding officer, my colleague from the state of Illinois, has legislation which addresses one aspect of that. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you are an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army and the Navy and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people to join our military forces. And there are those who are undocumented who want the chance to serve and risk their lives for this country. Should we give them a chance? I think we should. And let me tell you about other... Well, Dick, I have a nice little idea for you. If we put up a gallo in the Washington Mall, I would be happy to offer you a seat and a chance to swing for our nation. I'm going to tell you right now what this is about, and this is the recruiting numbers are bad because they try to kill our military with a death shot. That was the replacement strategy. Poison them and inject them, cause them to have all sorts of medical complications, HIV-related diseases, neurological disorders, cardiac arrest, myocarditis, you name it, which then drives the recruiting numbers down by virtue of a couple of things. Those that see that it's a death shot and avoided it got out. Those that took the death shot are trying to get out and aren't coming back. And those that saw what was happening are not going to come in because they don't want to be part of a mandatory injection that will kill them. But I will guarantee you that they don't care about these illegal aliens. What they are trying to do is they're trying to replace the entire military with people that don't know a thing about the Constitution. And they have no interest in being there. These people are not coming in because they want some, they want to paint this picture as though these people are coming in because they want to get freedom and have a chance for a great new America. This is not the case at all. These people are coming in because they're being offered free stuff, offering, offering a free lifestyle. And all of this is part of the great replacement. Now, you take a look at what I witnessed down, as I mentioned last yesterday or the day before, I mentioned in the in previous show about what's going on in Tucson. And there were t- over 200 illegal aliens lined up going through a fast track line in TSA. And I, as I talked to the gate attendants and I talked to the bartenders and baristas in the, in the different areas in the airport, the story was exactly the same. This is what goes on in the thousands per week. We're literally supposed to have over 7.5 million illegal documented, undocumented aliens right now in this country. And they are pushing them in as the great replacement strategy. These people come in, they're going to put them in the military, and then these same people will be deployed overseas 
to fight foreign wars, and then eventually they'll be turned on U.S. public to institute martial law and be having people here, the illegal aliens that will take up the police forces, they will take up the military, and they will be former illegals. Many of them will be related to the cartels, many of them related to the trauma and terror of their background, and this is who's going to be policing your communities and defending your nation. Now, for you liberals out there that are now suddenly thinking that I've become quite unnecessarily biased, I would encourage you as a liberal for a couple of things. One, I would encourage you to start repenting and repenting fast because without Jesus, you're going straight to hell. And there's no question about it. Number two, as a liberal, if you have stood against this nation, and you are if you're promoting this sort of garbage, I just want you to remind you that in all things in a pendulum, it always swings back. And while you may be priding yourself and cooing around like a peacock right now because your insurgent president who's part of the woke culture is selling this nation down the toilet, the fact of the matter is that this pendulum is going to swing back. And when it does, it's coming back hard. And who is going to take this nation over are going to be those rooted in the love of Jesus and there will be justice and there will be accountability. And that includes everybody that's been behind this nonsense. So we are seeing really uh, the version of the United Nations plan of how to destroy a nation because all of these people that are coming in are carrying debit cards and other things to ensure that they get in here and are funded and they're being funded by different sources to make sure that they can come into the United States, settle in and help destroy this nation from within. This is the massive this is literally insurgency from within our borders, from within our walls, and it's all, every person in Congress. You name a person, I'll tell you that they're dirty. Every one of them is blackmailed. They've taken these Codel trips across the country, across the world. Every time they go, they're offered things like benefits, things like sex with young girls, sex with young boys. And once they get in there, their, their fleshly desires take them over, and they get recorded and blackmailed, and they're owned. And they're so weak, they're such a broken soul, that those in Congress are completely owned by the intelligence agencies around the world. And they're doing the hand puppet work of those that want to destroy this nation. That would be, that would be thing, people like Mossad, that would be people like the Black Pope, they would be people like the Jesuits, and it would be people like the Masonic Order. Those are the people that are in the engine behind all of this to destroy our country from within. And it's going to take people, strong men and women together to start standing up and saying no. Now, here's another one. This is a post from muckraker.com. It says, secret Chinese hotel exposed military-aged U.S.-bound Chinese staging at Colombian Hotel Chinese Police in America. In Pasto, Colombia, muckraker found a hotel packed to the brim with military-aged Chinese nationals who are headed to the United States. During our stay at the Cabanas Rio Mayo Hotel, we were the only non-Chinese visitors. All of the signs posted around the hotel came from Chinese translation, indicating that this is a common meeting place for people of Chinese origin. There are so many Chinese nationals headed to the U.S. that they have established dedicated hubs along the migration route, such as this hotel. From, the point, from this point of view, the Chinese will either cross the Darien Gap, and trek up to the United States or will fly directly into Mexico if they have a visa. We spoke to one of the Chinese men at the hotel. What he told us was terrifying. 
Here we go. So right now we are in Colombia at the Cabanas Rio Mayo Hotel. And this hotel that we stumbled upon by accident is a major hub, a major transit point meeting place for Chinese foreign nationals that are on their way to the United States. And last night when we were here, we were eating at this hotel restaurant and we were the only uh, foreigners that were not Chinese. I mean, the, literally the entire hotel is just Chinese foreigners. Uh, we spoke with the hotel staff here and they confirmed that. And while there are some women and children, it's mostly military aged males. There's some right behind me right now, actually. We showed you in a previous video of ours a Chinese blueprint that's distributed amongst Chinese in uh, WhatsApp groups. And this is actually one of the stops on the blueprint. It says to stop in Pasto. That's where we're at right now. We're on the outskirts of Pasto. And the point is that the Chinese have very sophisticated quote unquote migration networks all the way up to the US border. And this hotel that we're at is proof of that. It's all Chinese and for some reason they all know to come here. It's because they are in direct communication. People that are further up the trail or that have made it to the United States are telling people that are on their way, hey, this is a hotel that's safe for you. Uh, we also found we were staying at this hotel. You know, they're expecting Chinese. You can see a lot of the writings, a lot of the signs in this hotel are written in Chinese. Again, this is further proof that it's not by accident. It's not just some sort of one-off occasion that there's all of these Chinese nationals here at this point. This is a known hub, a known meeting place for Chinese that are in transit on their way to the United States. We spoke with the Chinese national who's staying here right now, who's going to be trekking through the Darien Gap and going up to the United States. His destination is either New York or Los Angeles. And he told us that there are definitively Chinese spies in the United States. Are the Chinese police in the United States? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you worried that the Chinese police can find you in the United States? Yeah. Yeah? I'm afraid. Being Yijin He's, uh, he's showing translations. It says, plainclothes policemen are here. That was from Muckraker. They were using a, a Google app where they were talking back and forth, which was on the video, and you didn't see it here in the audio. This is very real. And I just need to be very clear that what we're dealing with here is an invasion that's happening concurrently. And while you're being distracted by the ridiculous clown show of Trump and the ridiculous clown show of talking about border problems and doing nothing, the ridiculous clown show of everything else you can imagine that's filling your news cycle. The actual threat that's happening is that the invasion is happening across the border. The border's wide open. People are flooding in. And at this point in time, with maybe a handful of exceptions, and I can only, I know personally one of those exceptions, every single border agent is a traitor. And I hope if you're a border agent, I hope you're hearing me I'm very serious what I'm telling you because I know one that is not. But I'm going to tell you, every single one of you, you're traitors. And don't look for mercy when we get this country back because you are choosing to follow illegal rules which you know darn well are illegal. You know that this is against the Constitution and you're doing this because of your fear of losing your union pension, your fear of losing your job, and you're putting your personal needs ahead of this nation when you are on the first line of attack for this entire country.
So I'm just making sure that people understand that the, the, the ante is going up. And there are enough of us out here growing and being aware that we are not going to give you mercy. Maybe God will. And maybe at the end of the day, that will be the only thing that will keep your neck from not snapping from a noose that we put on, put you on a gallows for, tr- for turning your back on this nation and letting these people in. But there is literally coming a time when I think you're going to see the entire Washington Mall filled with gallows because the treason in this nation is beyond reproach and it's deep in our government, massively deep. I mean, even the latest research coming out on J6, which by the way, J6, the the files of the depositions magically disappeared. Is anybody surprised? Because this is an entire intelligence agency wag the dog program that was run to divide America and be able to focus in on the Trump base to be able to incarcerate them. And here's the thing, and no one's gonna like this and I really am gonna stand by this, I have asked one question that no one can answer to me, not to the effectiveness of this. Because all of this divide and conquer stuff is designed to replace us, weaken us so we can't stand united, allow the invasion to come from the southern border and infiltrate, allow foreign nationals to come in like Chinese, undercover, planes close, close police to start filtrating in and start taking positions within our police forces. The agreement that was come under Obama where they partnered with the UN and our police forces, and they're all over this nation, they are literally, they are ready to roll in a UN-based police force. And the pressure that they're to continually trying to put on to try to control guns. Why do you think that is? Are they trying to control guns for the illegals coming in? Absolutely not. Have they done anything to arrest the number of weapons that are being trafficked and drugs being trafficked by the cartel? Very little. But they're willing to take away the natural rights, the God-given rights of Americans for gun control because they are afraid that if we're armed, we might have a chance to stand up and stop this nonsense. But this is literally where we have come to, a nation that has become so weakened and so pathetic that men, and I'm going to speak to every one of you that's working in a government job and turning your back. I don't care if you're in the military. I don't care if you're in the police. I don't care if you're on the border. You're a pathetic example of what America should be, a shadow of what we were, and you are traitors. If you are allowing this stuff to come into this nation, it is completely your fault. And I will tell you, as America wakes up, and they are, this will be returning to a Christian nation. And in that moment... When you stand on that gallows and that rope is around your neck and the crowd sits and watches eagerly to hear that door plop open and to watch your neck snap. And you start crying out to God, cry hard. We'll be glad to bring you to Jesus in the last minute, but that door is still going to fly open. And when you start begging for mercy and saying, I just did follow my orders, don't bother. Because those of us that have stood in the gap and stood solid where we are and said enough is enough and had to be excoriated by all of you, there we go. It's a weak nation. And what we need right now are strong men. I don't care where you are. I don't care what your fitness level is. I don't care what you think you, whether you have these skills or not. We just need your heart to stand up and say enough is enough. And that's truly what we've come to. And this is happening and it's time to start putting our foot down for this nation because this is ridiculous. Now, we have a couple of replacement strategies going on, obviously. One of the replacement strategies, the most obvious, is this invasion that's happening from the southern border, and it includes African males, okay? The African males are coming in in mass. 
These people are not nice people. This is the same strategy they used in Europe. These are the men that are raping women using machetes to install fear in the public. And they're trying to literally replace the, the European society by forcing women to have to get pregnant with them. These are this is a true demonic attack on the United States. And it is a demonic attack that unfortunately is happening because we don't have enough churches in our nation that understand the first thing about warfare. What they understand is how to sell us out. They've sold the name of Jesus out because they want to fill their coffers. They want to fill their dead stone walls with and pay their bills. And they don't care about the true power of the warrior Christ is supposed to be walking on this land. And I hope that stings if you're in one of those churches. And if you're a pastor and you are weak, and you're one of those that I call a skinny jean pastor, then you are not talking about treason and you're not talking about the, the, the treason against our nation. If you're not talking about this tyranny as our founding fathers did, if you aren't carrying off the tradition of black robe in this nation and you're not doing it from the pulpit, you've sold out. And I don't want to hear anything about end of time strategy because that's pure nonsense. I don't want to hear anything about the idea that somehow churches shouldn't be involved in politics. That's complete nonsense. Here's a really interesting thing today. I was having a conversation with a friend today. And as we were talking, and we were talking a lot about faith, and we were talking about things, this is literally just, this was Holy Spirit that hit me. And I just, when I said this, I was stunned what I said. But it's right in our face. Every church is a 501c3. Every church is supposed to be doing the work of the ministry. They're supposed to be doing the outreach in the world to bring the word of Christ, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now listen to these words and don't get tripped up on the spelling. Just listen to what I'm going to say and imagine what I'm going to say. The churches are supposed to be doing the work of prophets. Now listen to what they are. Under a 501c3, they are literally called non-prophets. It's right in our face. It has been in our face the entire time. These churches have sold their soul for the, for the offering plate. They had sold their soul for the, for the tax benefit. And it's been told to us right there, right before us. And they're willingly doing it. And they have, they have walked away from the principal issue, which is a first line of defense for this nation. And this is how we won our nation. And that's how we're going to get it back again. And we're getting it back again because we're raising up the new church. Our Christmas special this year, by the way, is reviving the church. And that's a church like we, like we experienced at Bars Fest in Flemingsburg. It has no walls. It's in our heart. We bring the power of Christ into this world. And we start waging war into the principalities that are beyond our reach. And this is how we're going to have to win this. Because if we are simply going to rely on a fight of blood on blood, flesh on flesh, this is going to be the most horrific end you've ever imagined. We have to be walking in a place right now that's so powerful in our anointings. We have to be listening to the word of God so clearly that every action that we take, whether it's in prayer or ultimately if it's to raise the sword of steel, we have to be clear that God needs us to do this, where God needs us to be, and how we need to raise that sword. That's how Joshua fought Jericho. That's how David collapsed Goliath. And that's how Gideon destroyed the army with horns and lights. This is the place we need to be. This is how Moses directed his army with his hands up and having people hold his arms up because it was so long and so tired. Don't let your arms fall. That's the obedience that we need right now in this time. But this is a true, a true fight. 
And while all of this nonsense is going on, of course, you've got what's going on in Israel right now, which is, seems to be catching little traction. They're trying everything they can to try, and they're trying hard, to try and get a, to literally try and get people involved in de- declaring war. And they're working hard at it. And this is just a absolute ridiculous event. They are just warmongering beyond warmongering. I want you to hear this piece right here. Take a listen. Says, and we will tell you, we are coming, he says. We are coming to Gaza. We are coming to Lebanon. We will come to Iran. We will come to everywhere. Can you imagine how many are going to be killed? How many you are going to kill? On each of the 1,300 you killed, kidnapped, you did not see these numbers in all Arab history. I assure you that it will come. I guess you are confused. I assure you that it will come. Numbers that you did not imagine. That is possible. It is impossible. And they are ready to enter internally. We are prepared to fight with the United States and the entire world. How long will it take until all of you, including all of your supporters, go up to meet Allah, we will kill it, and we will clear it, and it is this sentiment. So wait in the social media, do, do all the crying, we will destroy you. He's a Mossad agent, so I say it. This is what they're doing. The intelligence agencies are once again trying to fan the flames of fire, and all of this is ridiculous. So what we are, someone said it's hard to hear. Well, I was talking over the translation. Just so you know. All right, so here, here it is. All of this is in a place of trying to inflame war and bring war to the world. Everything they are doing is to try to incite war. And as they do this, they're trying to draw down and weaken the American military by spreading it across the globe while the true invasion is happening here on our borders and the replacement is occurring all around us. County commissions accepting federal money to build housing for these illegal aliens while they pass measures in states like Oregon that legalize drugs and literally wipe out the base population that were Americans to turn them into addicts or worse. We passed, we were able to withdraw abortion as an issue from the Supreme Court. It is now lost in multiple states. We've now seen more rise of pedophilia, more rise of child sex trafficking, and more sacrifice for Ball and Moloch. Transgender surgeries are up the retarded mass of American parents who are walking their children into the slaughter of their kids and the sacrifice for ball. May you repent or find a convenient place to burn in the lake of fire. And this is literally our nation. We have become an abomination in the world. We have become a nation where quite frankly, we are more concerned about the destruction of family than the preservation of family and the honoring of God. And family is ultimately the root of all of this because this is where the war is being waged. And it is being waged intensely. I want to read you something here. This is quite profound. This comes from a book. The book is called America Against America. And it is written by Wang Huning, a close advisor to Xi Jinping and the fourth ranking member in the Communist Party of China, spent a year traveling across America and documenting its conditions in a book called America Against America. And I just bought the book, by the way. It's sitting right here on the desk. It arrived today. 
he maintained an objective and open view towards Western democracy and capitalism, emphasizing the importance of leaving dogmatism behind to seek truth among facts. The last chapter he dedicated to the primary issues threatening the future of America. The first and most important point he noted was the disintegration of the family. He also went on to talk about the drug crisis and spiritual crisis. I highlight the main points below. The individualism is, val individualism is valued above the family. Even within the family, the individual takes priority over the family as a whole. Husband and wife maintain private lives from each other, sometimes something not common in China, and the privacy of the parent and child is maintained over a cohesive and shared environment between all. An example of this today is the child adopting a completely unique identity in school protected by liberal teachers. That would be called the LGBTQ woke movement. Another example, that was me. Another example in this opposition, in this is in the opposite direction and specifically noted by him is keeping babies in different rooms as early as possible for parents to maintain their own independence. Uh, ch uh, children are encouraged to be independent and leave home as early as possible while maintaining little bonds with the parents. That would be all the parents pushing their kids out to go to college at age 18, the minute that they turn 18, get out of, get out of here and go to the dorm. As a consequence, many old people remain alone and subject to seek elderly care from outside of the family. Aside from very rich families, families tend to not care who their child dates or marries. In fact, the families are expected to not have any say in this. The idea of courtship or courting is long gone. Families have no say in who, who dates. Parents willfully just let their kids go out at age 16, and then they're shocked if something happens like date rape. There's no chaperoning. It's ridiculous. And then the final one is the loose family structure has also resulted in what he called stay youth, straight youth. These youth do not participate in larger family problems and tend not to feel an obligation to take part in resolving familiar issues. The comfort of the individual is exalted over duties towards family for this, and, and, and this is how they become, a broken nation. This is our big fight. So if we water all this down, and we should be watering all this down, to look at really, and when I say water it down, narrow it down, better term, narrowing it all down to what we literally should be working at. We have to find the root of what they're going after. Politics, distractions. They're an outcome and a distraction. Trump, major distraction. Okay, now if you look at J6, like I said earlier, some of the latest issues coming out of J6 and why I bring this in is because this implicates Trump indirectly. Folks, I know you would love to vote and believe that Trump's going to come in and save the day. Here's the bottom line. He's of the billionaire class, regardless of whether you like that or not. He can talk a good game. I'll, we have to start looking very realistically. We have done everything we can to try to give that man a, a long lead for decisions he's made, in particular with Operation Warp Speed and this VAX, including the VAX, which he has not only taken, apparently, but has pushed people to take. That was the foundation of destruction of this entire country. We have to look at the facts that he was getting advice from Robert Kennedy Jr. on not using a strategy that would implement the vaccine. And when he got surrounded by his minions from Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson, he refused to accept any more calls 
from Robert F. Kennedy Jr. All of this nonsense we're seeing is just puppeteering that has driven us into a, a well, and there's still enough momentum behind him that it's just a division element. And my guess is that they're trying to try to probably arrest him before the election, put him in handcuffs, drag him out to incite riot and anger amongst the Trump base. And the Trump base, base when you look at what happened in January 6th and why this becomes so important, is now it looks like there was approximately over 500 federal agents on the ground. Most of what we saw was crisis actors. There has been a, from a very good source that I know personally, someone who does not lie and never lets intel out unless they have it solid. They have put eyes on Ashley Babbitt. And the word is that she is very much alive and down in Texas. So that would mean the entire thing was a, another clown show of an order of wag the dog beyond anything we've ever imagined. And so... With all of this, you're starting to see the magnitude of what this Wag the Dog event was. And they, they drew this in to be able to isolate, target, and then go after trunk bases. And then the final thing, which I started to say earlier, I don't know if I completed it, but I do want to loop around on it, which is this. And it is the question of these, these prisoners in the, in the prison, which everybody keeps talking about and talking about how miserable their life is. I want someone to answer this one question for me and answer it legitimately with experience from inside jail, which, by the way, though I'm not an expert, I can tell you 20 days gives you a little bit of a taste of it. How are they getting cell phones inside the jail and transmitting stories out without it being confiscated and without them being put into some form of remedial punishment? And the answer is you can't. It is not allowed. So, and I don't care. Did you, did you realize that Martha Stewart was in a minimum security prison? I say this because people keep telling me, well, they're in a minimum security prison. So is Martha Stewart in a minimum security prison. She did not have a cell phone. And her accusations of criminality were far less than the accusations of criminality that they're making against these people. Now, here's, my, here's the bottom line. And it's something we just, these are hard questions to answer, ask, and they're definitely truths we have to get. Coey, Brian, by the way, was put in, and he doesn't even really know where he was put. So the question really is, did they bring in, did they rope in some legitimate patriots and then give them the experience of being in prison and then use this entire situation with fake patriots? And I'm sorry if this stings with people out here that are raising money and talking to me about all these patriots. I'm not, I haven't bought this story from day one because I don't, there's something very unsettling with the cell phone issue. It smells like a psyop on a big way, and it smells like a way to divide America and to be able to develop policies to be able to go after and pursue Trump supporters and do it legitimately under the, under the letter of the law using all of their draconian measures that come about from the Patriot Act, which once again, what is that? That's one of those great fear moments. And let's just lay it out what it is. We have enough evidence to say it. 9-11 was a Mossad operation run by our own intelligence agencies in conjunction. There were no planes. Those were put in afterwards in video effects. Now, NSA was involved in this and cells within the intelligence agencies were heavily involved in this. They used micro or nanothermite, which they rolled on the walls and they put on the various beams across there. The one, the attack that happened 
prior to that, which I want to say was 1997, I could be wrong, was a test run to see the strength of the building and the structural buildings. And let us not forget what happened to those buildings just several weeks before they magically got hit by imaginary planes. The buildings were sold and they were listed as they were condemned on the assessment. The engineering assessment was that they had to be condemned in five years. And the buildings were sold and reinsured by one of the buddies of Bush. And then suddenly these buildings vaporize perfectly, by the way. The plane hits it and then they perfectly just fall. Like controlled demolition. This is where we are. All of this has been one big scam. And someone said, what about Pearl Harbor? Yeah, we can get into that one of these days. Absolutely. All of this is one big, one big scam. But we're talking since 9-11 when we handed over every bit of our rights as Americans. And under the fear of the moment, we handed over everything to them, willfully watched our Constitution get gutted and thrown out. Replaced by the Patriot Act, which has been the almost draconian policy ever put in place that gives them a right to snoop and control you with every bit of intelligence and, and resources that they have in the intelligence agencies, partnered in a, what we love this term so much, a public-private partnership. That would translate to government money, your taxpayer dollars, funding big tech corporations to steal your data, to access your privacy, and ensure that you cannot exist, free, you can no longer have freedom of speech because you're operating on their private platforms, which they have had the Supreme Court rule, can have different rules than the Constitution. That's the way the corporate umbrella works. Our country is a big, at this moment in time, the United States of America is one big sham. And it's riddled with traitors and people that are more interested in their self-aggrandizement and their self-profiting and self-promotion. And what we need are patriots. What we need are people that say enough is enough. You, If you were at Bart's Vest, I can name right off the top. I can name three. And they're heroes. And they're people that are hardline. This is what I've talked about. And who are they? Cam Hamilton, running for, running for Congress in Virginia. Colonel Pete Chambers, a.k.a. Doc, down on the border right now. Corey Terry, Special Forces, retired. All these guys. This is the heart of the true warriors we need of this nation. And if you need to know what they look like, what they do, what they represent, go book at Bards Fest Friday at Flemingsburg. It's on file. It's on our archives. Read it. Watch what they have to say. Watch who these men are. This is the example of what America needs. And for all of you guys that have worn a beret, who have worn the, the, the trident of the Navy SEALs, who have that coveted title of CAG, Time to stand up, man. This is not a game. Do what you do. Start organizing. Start coordinating. Start looking at the intel. Build the packages. Because America needs this. There's a lot of patriots out here that are ready to move. But they need the leadership. They need the strength. They need the understanding that this is going to be a fight of fights. And we need another level of this as well. This fight is, going, is not going to be won purely in the flesh. And I'm blessed because those three men that I just mentioned understand this because we talk about it. This fight is going to be waged first and foremost in the spirit. We're going to have to be able to wage strongholds. And that's everybody here on this nation. You think Bar's nation has just been raised up here by God for accident so we can come in here and have a good time chatting, talking about each other and listening to podcasts? No, this has been a training base from the day one. And this is where he needs us. 
It is time now to start leaning into him. It is time now to lean in for those tools that we have, the anointed tools to be able to wage war in the spirit, to start waging war in Ephesians 6, 10 to 18, to start taking down fortresses, taking down strongholds, breaking them. Know what deliverance is. Study it. Learn it. Go to Isaiah 61. Go to the archives in, in for the Church of Glad Tidings. Watch that whole series. Learn about deliverance. Learn about healing. Get into inner deep healing. Understand what prayer does. Follow our shows every Sunday morning. Follow healing and the miracles of the Holy of the Holy Spirit and the power of our living God. So walk a moral lifestyle. Walk as Jesus did. Challenge your neighbors. Break your addictions. If you're men, break off those porn addictions. Break off that nonsense of addictions to drugs. We will help. People are here to help and help you break free. But this is how we build the army of this new kingdom. Because this one that we're in is Babylon. And it's acrid, it's sick, it's welching on us every single day. It's sucking the life out of every single American. It is stealing your children. It is trying to get your children under the state control. It wants to mutilate your kids so they can never reproduce. He wants to leave the family unit so deeply scarred that it can never recover and never stand up again. And it's everywhere. These corporations are sick to the core. You want to find Satanism? Go to the corporate boardroom of the Big 500. You want to find Satanism? Go walk around Washington, D.C. in the bowels of what runs there. And it's a real question for everybody. It's do you believe? I mean, truly, do you believe in the power of our God? the one God, the God of hosts. Because if you're in this moment where you see this moment and you say, this is overwhelming, how do we win? And you don't understand the power of what God gave us, anointed anointed children of God, where the earth is literally shaking for the return of the sons of God. This is the moment, this is the hour. If you don't understand what anointings we've been given and the authorities we have and the fearlessness we have to be able to wage war in such an incredible way, you have missed the entire message of the Bible. Rescue, heal, restore. Those are the three principal words that, are, that the Bible speaks to. It sums it up in three. Rescue, heal, restore. Three words given to me by God. We have to rescue those people out here that are lost and don't understand what, what's happening. Rescue them. Bring them to Christ. Open up their hearts. Speak in their hearts of life. Break the spell casts. Raise them up. Speak Jesus into their life. Introduce them to the gospel of Jesus. Heal, heal them, deliver them, use deliverance, get into there, rip off the control of the demonic. This is a demonic war, first and foremost. Then get in and go deep into healing. Walk with them, go into those places where those deep spiritual wounds are that are crippling them. Release them from that bondage. Restore, get them to stand up now as God intended, as a mighty men and women of God. This is the foundation of an army that we have. And when we are here in this mighty moment, there are great men out here that are willing, are standing by, ready to go, follow me, I will lead you. Follow me, I will teach you. I will raise you up. I will teach you how to use a sword and put the sword in your hand. I will teach you how to turn plowshares into swords. I will teach you how iron sharpens iron. I will light the fires of righteousness within your heart. And when we do that, we begin to turn the tables. But our nation right now is floundering still, people not knowing what to do. So let me just encourage you because there's, this is very simple. 
We do not deal or negotiate with the demonic. End of story, period. We separate the sinner from the sin. And with that, we separate the demonic influence from the flesh. When we understand that, we understand the power of how we love our neighbor and destroy its evil. We understand how we can lay our life down for our brother and slay a demon with absolute pleasure and joy. You can cut the head off the dragon and hug the person that was being controlled by it. And that's the true power of Jesus and the power of love in which we carry. This is a mighty sword. This is a sword of the spirit which we wield. And it's one that we are not utilizing anywhere near its potential. And yet God is calling out to say, stand up now. Feel me, hear me, listen to me. And all you have to do is reach and say, yes, Lord, and walk in the yes. This is the hour. And this is the hour now when you're wondering and you're sitting and you're like, what do I do? And you're looking at this and you're seeing the overwhelming nature of the news, which is a big propaganda lie to keep you in chaos. And who is who sows chaos? Not God, for it's the father of lies that sows chaos. And when you get to a place where that chaos is overwhelming your heart, here's what you do. You open up the scriptures. You find scriptures that resonate in your heart. Just go to the red letter language, if that's all you need. For we are given the authority over snakes and scorpions and over the authority of all the enemy. Read that scripture alone. Look at God, look up to God, pray in and declare war on these principal strongholds of the enemy. Wage war. And if every single person out here that walks with Christ will wage war daily on these principalities, we will begin to collapse them and break them. And it will weaken the army of flesh on the ground. Because we are spirit first and flesh second, not the other way around. And when we begin to understand the mightiness of our prayers and the mightiness of the war that we wage, we are missing the opportunity now. Our enemy is amassing. We haven't even hit go yet. This is pregame. So what do you do in pregame? Early morning raids, preemptive strikes. We destroy the enemy's ability to assemble. We start to just cause chaos within its ranks. And how do we do that? We do that with the force and power of our prayers, our spiritual war in which we wage on the principalities way and high beyond our reach. And we do this as a collective group in the body of Christ. And it weakens the heart of our enemy. It weakens the resolve of our enemies. Oh, there may still be violence, but the enemy ranks will be so diminished and so weakened then it will be a blip compared to what the storm that they want to bring because we are the storm. We are that storm and we are the storm in the body of Christ saved by the blood of Jesus and given life and victory on the cross from which we bring victory into this world. So patriots wage war, wage war ruthlessly and aggressively reach to God, ask him to lead you. Speak the words of the gospel. Speak them powerfully into the world. Don't hesitate. Don't bow. Don't cower. Don't doubt. Because you have the one God, the true God, the God of hosts standing with you and the armies of heaven ready to roll with you. And as we do that, this earth will shake. It will shake in a mighty way, a way that no one understands. They won't even, they'll be literally out of their minds wondering what has happened but we're reminded it doesn't take the 33,000. It only takes the 300 that had the heart to stand with God and the obedience to blow horns and break pots of light. It took the one with one stone in his sling to stand before the giant and to throw it with a trust in our Lord 
and to strike him in the forehead and drop him dead and then take his own sword and cut off his head. And it took the one to lead his army across the river Jordan and to let, march them around a city seven times and seven times on the seventh day, blowing shofars and singing hymns to see the walls fall and then to pursue every man, woman, child within that city and donkey and slay them in the name of God, the God of hosts. We have a wonderful God, a loving father. We have a father who was giving and forgiving and merciful. But in this time of demonic war against us, this is also a father who is wrath-filled and will bring wrath to those who have harmed the little ones. And this is the hour on which it is our call to stand. So answer that call. And you can answer it every day through the scriptures you read and the prayers you speak. Because that's the war of the spirit that we need to do more of. And as we do that, we will shake this world. Let's pray. Father, we humbly place ourselves before you tonight. Humbled by all that you've given, filled with the power and glory of the Holy Spirit. Father, we are looking to you now to lift our hearts and guide us in the place where we wage spiritual war against the strongholds of the enemy. No more time to waste. Whatever purification we need in our hearts, Father, give it to us, show us, and let the fires burn. Let the silver and the dross be separated and let the silver be purified for the silversmiths to reforge us in the perfection of heaven and the mightiness of the sword of spirit. Father, lift us up with the power of kingdom. Let us see and understand how we wield that sword of spirit. Holy Spirit, pour in within us the knowledge that we need to be the mighty warriors of this hour for you are the wisdom we need, not of that of books. We turn to you to fill our hearts with knowledge and guide us, Jesus, in this attack to slay this enemy. Smote them and free these children and free these people to restore the power of kingdom on this land. We will march. We will reclaim lands. We will reclaim the children in the name of God, our, our true God, the God of hosts. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Get fired up, patriots. Wars, the war drums are beating, and the hour is now. And there's no more time to waste. And nobody has any excuse to sit on the sideline. This isn't about kit. This isn't about what cool weapons you have or don't have. This is not about whether you have a go bag or not a go bag. You only need one tool in this primary initial fight. It's called a Bible. Begin in Genesis and read, and pray, and wage war. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, 
oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light 
that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.